Welcome to the NPE Secrets to Their Success podcast, where we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. I'm Sean Greeley. I'm joined by my co-host, Rick Isaac. Rick, how you doing? Doing fantastic today, Sean, and haven't we got an action-packed podcast for everyone? We do. You know, it's fun. We're getting some into, I don't know, our fourth episode from coming back off of uh, a little podcast hiatus and getting some great feedback on the podcast. Thank you for everybody who's listening, who's, uh, you know, sending us in some kind words. We're glad you're, glad you're getting a ton of value out of listening and sharing these stories. And that's our goal is to really inspire more businesses around the world to get growing again. It is possible. It is possible for you. And we're sharing those exact strategies and tips that you can apply uh, that we're seeing real time around the world in these interviews uh, and more to come. So uh, today we've got a great interview with a really fun client of ours. Uh, his name is Hassan Abdallah. He is the owner of Volume Fitness in Cougara in New South Wales, Australia. He's just outside of Sydney. Uh, Hassan, like a lot of people, you know, owned a CrossFit gym, <laughs> has been at CrossFit for a long time. And this year was a, a, a really time for him to make a transition. He wanted to rebrand uh, for a lot of reasons, uh, from some of the values and changes in leadership at CrossFit, uh, from just the saturation of CrossFit, kind of all the plethora of, you know, high intensity training group volume businesses that are all doing the same thing with a different logo on the front door, uh, and just want to improve his business model. And COVID was a forcing factor for him to do so. Uh, so he has done that. He has uh, rebranded. He is now Volume Fitness. He's evolved his model to involve more personal training. Uh, he's got, you know, taken this from what was, you know, 16 to 20 people in a class and maybe having around 120 plus members in a gym uh, to now having a model that's up to 10 people in a class uh, and having a gym of 85 members that are really high quality, really committed and loyal, worth a lot more to the business uh, in terms of lifetime value, in terms of profitability, and just a more fun coaching community environment to be in. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? When you think of, of reducing those numbers, the quality of service goes up. But as, as Hassan said, the administrative and managerial side decreases enormously because you don't have this massive volume of people to try and keep and stay happy. And it's, you know, the, but most importantly, as you said, that, that quality of service has gone through the roof. And he's really following his passion to provide really customised training, even though it's within that group environment. And the results are speaking for themselves. The members are getting far better results which is what it's all about, right, is us helping people to be the best version of themselves. Yeah, and we see this across the board. You know, there's some really, really high-level, talented coaches in the CrossFit ecosystem and community who are now struggling with a business model that, you know, is just not giving them the return uh, on their knowledge and expertise. You know, they're limited in what they can charge because of what people expect a CrossFit membership to be, you know, max 200 bucks a month kind of thing. Very often at the bottom of the barrel of hundred bucks a month. Uh, and there's just so much noise in the consumer's mind of, you know, uh, number one, not only the controversy surrounding the leadership and all the issues with CrossFit's been in, in there for a while, but, you know, especially this year with the transition of, uh, you know, Greg Glassman, you know, and leadership team, uh, but also just of the fact that, you know, that you've got CrossFit, you've got S45, you've got all the boot camp models, all these high intensity group training systems that 
basically all look the same on the outside with a different logo on the door that you can't differentiate your business. You're competing in a red ocean against everybody. It all looks and feels the same. And you need a better way to differentiate your model and to have a better value prop in being competitive. Uh, and for people that are exceptional coaches, uh, we're helping them transition to a better model that's more fun, better clients, you know, more profit, and, uh, and get to really leverage uh, all the years they put into becoming a fantastic coach and building a fantastic community. Yeah, and I think that the, the key here as well is, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Hassan and, and the other interviews that we've had on the last few podcasts, they've used this opportunity, this COVID shutdown opportunity to really sit back and reflect. But you know what? The market's also doing that. You know, the market's sitting back and going, well, what am I really paying for here? And as you mentioned, there's so many of those high intensity group models and they've all been thrown in the same bucket. But what are people really getting out of them? And, and the consumer market has become so much more, not just experience, but also really price savvy and thinking, well, what am I actually getting here? If I really want to get the best out of my health and fitness, is this the right place for me? And I think that's where you know, certainly Hassan's tapped into that, that rich vein of people who want a more personalized service. They want to be part of a really close-knit community. And it's meant that his numbers in terms of his profit and margins and income has gone up, but the ability to manage them, as I mentioned earlier, has just decreased enormously. And, and more importantly, he's following what he believes to be his true philosophy and, and now everything's aligned. It's, it's really exciting. It is. We've got a lot of case studies of this around the world, US, Canada, UK, Europe, Australia, Asia. Uh, Hassan is, is, uh, is a fantastic one and he's just a really fun guy to work with. We enjoy, I enjoy getting to speak to him uh, on calls regularly. Uh, you know, as a, as a business coach, you get those clients that just don't overcomplicate it. Don't overthink it. Uh, just, just you know, take the ball, run with it. You know, come back and say what's next. And Hassan's that kind of guy. He's a fun guy to coach. Uh, we love him. He's a he's a fan favorite in our community. So let's jump into your interview today with Hassan. Hi, this is Sean Greeley, and welcome to the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success Podcast, where industry leaders share their secrets, strategies, and step-by-step -step systems to turn your fitness passion into a highly profitable business. Now, after you've listened to the show, head on over to npefitness.com slash podcast to download the show notes and get access to our free e-course on how you can start and grow a profitable fitness business. You'll see how over 45,000 fitness entrepreneurs have created more profit, revenue, and happiness with their business and get instant access to our three most popular fitness business building guides. The training is 100% free and you can access it now at npefitness.com slash podcast. Now let's get on to the show. Well, hi, folks, and welcome to another NPE student interview. Very excited to chat to the one and only Hassan Abdallah today. Great to have you on the call, Hassan. Yeah, good to see you too, Rick. Yeah, fantastic. And I know you and I have had a you know a long history of, of working together, especially over these last few months and that sort of thing. But others don't know you, so share a little bit about you know where your business is at, where your model, what your model is, I should say, and then the clients that you really love serving, Hassan. Yeah, awesome. So um, yeah, just just. Where I was before, I owned uh, CrossFit Volume, so we were, we were known as a, uh, a CrossFit gym. Um, this was just before just before COVID, so I've had a CrossFit gym here in Cogra for six years. Um, you know, we've been offering you know personal training and, and, and large group training, um, and then you know 
when COVID came around, it kind of gave me a, a lot of time to, to have a think about my, my business model and direction I want to go in. Uh, also, lots of, you know, lengthy talks with yourself, Rick, and uh, also with, with Sean as well. And, and, yeah, basically after sitting down and just really having a look at my business and the people that we like to serve, which are, you know, busy professionals and busy parents, um, you know, around this Calgary area, you know, and then the type of training that we do here, we realised that we, we were a lot more than a CrossFit gym and that um, it was probably time to, to move away from, you know, CrossFit being in our main branding. Um, so, yeah, now, now we've rebranded to, to Volume Fitness, um, really focusing on personal training, starting to get into a little bit of semi-private training. But then the big shift that we've done now is we've gone to... The big shift that we've done now is we've gone to a, a, a small group model uh, we, where we have our classes average about six to eight people, but a maximum of 10 people per class. Um, reason being is we're just trying to you know, improve the, the amount of coaching time our clients get in every session, um, you know, reduce the amount of members that we, we need to sign up here in the gym as well because we can just... Um, you know, bring it down to like a cap member base of only 85 members, which then allows us to focus a lot more on our clients and give them a lot more time and attention when it comes to helping them with, you know, extra programming or nutrition nutrition coaching as well. You know? So, yeah, it's been, it's been really good to get the help of MPE through that journey and um, really help me get to the, you know, see through all the little cracks and see all the potential in shifting the business model and uh, all the little important steps that have to be made along the way it's not just as simple as you know click your fingers and do it there's a lot of important steps that need to be done to make sure that you know the business's values are lining up with, with uh, who we serve and everything else as well so it's been good well you've you've mentioned a whole bunch of things there so i wanted to, to dive into some of these so there's a lot of people who will be listening to this call who are you know nodding their heads and going you know what we we do more than i guess what the crossfit brand represents and but we're scared and, and nervous about trying to rebrand because it's it's a it's a big challenge so what was that like for you and did you have some some nerves around doing that and and how was that process for you yeah, definitely a lot of nerves um, around it. it like it's, it, it's something that's been playing on my mind for a while now, you know. And uh, I guess because I had a major breakthrough on a call one day with yourself and Sean and a few other people in the NPE community who have done it before me as well. And that really gave me the confidence to be like, okay, cool, well, these guys have done it. Um, this is a support for my coaches to go and do it. And I can go and do it. Um, that was just... I just really needed that push, you know, like deep down, I always believed that it's the right thing for my gym. I always believed that, you know, rebrand to volume fitness was going to take us to the next level. And then, you know, all just from, a, from an offering point of view, from a service point of view, from a perspective of people looking into my business and my gym to, to what they think, think of it and what it is. Um, I guess the, yeah, the, the most nerve-wracking part for me was, you have a lot of clients who are attached to the brand, you know, it's like they've been with you for five to six years, you know, they love the, the, the training methodology, they love our coaching style, everything else that comes with it, they love the community vibe. And it's just more about telling them like, look, you know, nothing, nothing's gonna change in, what, in terms of what you get in coaching quality, in programming quality, but it's, it's just gonna make it better, you know, because we're gonna be able to attract 
you know, better clients, you know, they're going to fit in with, you know, you guys here and they're having the gym now with what you guys believe in and everything else as well. So it's just about reinforcing it to my other clients that what the changes we are making isn't going to make things worse, it's just going to make it better. And all the good things that we're currently doing, they're not going to be taken away. There's still going to be those good things adding more to it. So, yeah, I think the way you transfer the message is more important than the actual, you know, changing of everything. <laughs> kind yeah. of thing, you know? Make sure you have the right message to your clients when you're doing it. Well, I know that was a few of the conversations that you had as you were going through this process as well, it was not just what to communicate, but also how to communicate as well, because we can, you know, in times when we're doing some of the things that are hard to do and we've got concerns about, it's easy to sort of just hide behind an email, isn't it? Send it out and go, oh, well, hopefully no one's going to yeah. kick up a fuss. Um, but you did things very strategically with that in terms of the way that you communicated in the different places that you, you know, really conveyed that message. Would you share how that went for you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that it went it went really good. It went really good, and um, yeah, we did we did have to um, go through like a a sequence kind of thing when doing it, not just kind of like you know snap the finger and do it all at, at once kind of thing. Um, and yeah, you know, so like the most important thing was explaining the how and the why behind it. Okay, so not just like being okay, cool, we're changing, and that's all we're doing. Just explaining to them why you're changing it, how you're doing it. Um, you know, certain things like um, using some of the you know tools that NPE provide as well. You know, with um, when you are pivoting to you know raise your rates or anything like that, as well, proper messaging on, on how to do it in a respectful manner and not just like being abrupt about it and stuff, and really showing your clients the value as well and um, talking them through through that process as well. So kind of the things that we out for well you obviously did it well because it's been well received in your community as you mentioned you talked to, uh, a little bit earlier about increasing that coaching time for each client to really deliver a better service especially for that target market that you want to serve and you also mentioned needing less clients so does that mean that you've put your prices up just for everyone who's listening to this at home yes definitely definitely so raising the rates was something that that naturally had to happen, you know, because you go from a business model where you have, you know, anywhere between 16 to 20 people in a class, you know, maybe like a capacity of having 120 plus members in your gym to now bringing it down to no more than 10 people in a class and having a capacity of 85 members in the gym. So, so naturally, yes, we had to, to raise the rates to, to fit the business model because now yeah. we have less clients. Um, but then on the other side of things as well, it's not just, not just from, from a numbers point of view, but then also from a, from a value point of view as well. Because now when our clients come to classes, we have a structure in our groups now where when, when, when we have our strength component in our workouts, our clients have a couple of options around, you know, strength training. For example, someone who is into stuff like Olympic weightlifting can select that option when they come to class. Right. Or someone who's more about, you know, body transformation, bodybuilding stuff, and they don't really care about Olympic weightlifting, they can choose that option. And that wasn't achievable in a large group class. You can't do it when you have 16, 20 people running around. But when you have, you know, less than 10 people, 
And you can go, okay, cool, you five over here going to do Olympic weightlifting, three to four over here doing bodybuilding. The coaches can see everything that's going on and manage everything. So now not only are we just providing extra coaching time in the session, but we're actually giving the clients what they've come for, you know. So, you know, if I get a 40-year-old father come to my gym who's, you know, got bad posture sitting at the desk all day, well, maybe snatching is not the best thing for him. <laughs> yeah, you better sit up, you know. So uh, maybe snatching's not the best thing for him. He should be right. working on, you know, some upper, upper body push and pull sessions, improving his posture, improving upper body strength, you know, getting out of shoulder pain, all that kind of stuff. So we're now also serving our clients' needs a lot more correctly. Yeah. A lot more you know, specific to their needs as well, you know. And it's like, you know, yes, it's not semi-private one-on-one training, but it's the next best thing after it. That definitely when they come to our groups, 100%. It's awesome, and I love the the ability. As you said, you've 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 made this all about the clients. But let's just pause for a second. So we're going through arguably the biggest shift and the biggest challenge that the fitness industry has ever had with COVID nineteen. There's there's lockdowns. There's there's been there's fear and worry, and during that time, you've completely rebranded and changed your business model. And yeah. you've increased your prices, which are the two things that people probably fear the most doing in business, all yeah. whilst we're going through this most tumultuous stage of the industry yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty ballsy step there, my man. And that's, that's yeah. something that a lot of people would say, whoa, no, no, we'll lose people. They won't come back. They'll, they'll go somewhere else. they look for a cheaper option. They won't want to do that. How was that process for you, putting your prices up, knowing that potentially you were going to risk losing a few clients, but also knowing that that level of service was going to be so much better for those that stayed? How was that like for you, Hassan? Yeah, scared the shit out of me. Like, and that's just, you know, saying the truth. It was, it was something that I'm afraid of and, and yeah, and something that, I'm, something that I'm still going through, you know, because you're still facing these objections every day. You know? From, from current clients and also new clients that are coming through. But you gotta you gotta do the work within. You know, you gotta do the work within and realize, okay, cool, well, this is what my service is truly worth. You know, and once you get clarity on that, once you know that this product that, you know, this you know, we can call it a product the service that I'm delivering to my clients is amazing and it is life changing. And it is going to, you know, solve all their health issues okay, and get, get them all the results they want. You become a lot more confident um, to be able to, to deliver that message, you know. Um, I wouldn't lie, the, the hardest part was being able to you know, go up to clients who have been so loyal to you for such a long time. And then not just loyal to you for such a long time, but stuck by you during that COVID period, during that lockout period as well, and continue to support your business. Um, but you know, it's, 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 it's all on face value. You know what I mean? Like, yes, they committed to me. Yes. They stayed loyal to me, but I'm also so committed to them and I'm also so loyal to them, you know? So I'm not, I'm not giving out anything or charging anything that I cannot deliver on. You know, you just need to be really confident in that. Like when you know you can deliver something, well then you be, you're confident about it. You know, I just had, a lady in my office a couple of hours ago who, you know, coming back from giving birth, you know, and she's, you know, feeling really insecure with her body and, you know, tells me that 
body shape was going south and she's losing fitness and losing strength and losing all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, well, you know, she needs me. You know what I mean? If I don't offer her the service that I believe is right for her, you know, just because I think that it might be too expensive, you know, well, I'm not doing her any favours then either, you know. So, I, I, yeah, I just made sure I, I just I stick by what I believe is uh, going to work. And if I believe it's going to work and I believe it's worth that, then it's good. And then on the other side of things as well, as I mentioned before, I capped my gym at 85 members, you know. I'm not after thousands of people, you know. I'm surely there's 85 people out there in this George area who are going to value my service, you know. So it's not it's not for everybody, you know. Uh, it's for that you know, particular person who's like equally wants it as much as I'm willing to help. Them, you know. So that that's kind of you just got to kind of keep reminding yourself of that that you know there is people out there that that do want your service and do need your service. And have the wherewithal to pay for it, right? Because that's part of that ideal client, isn't it? That that avatar that we yeah. talk about. They've got to not only want yeah. to be the people you want to work with and have the problems that you want to solve, but they also yeah. need to have the financial ability to, to make that financial as well as emotional and intellectual commitment. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, there was there was clients of mine who, who didn't return after COVID, you know, and it's just, you know, because, yeah, their situation's... Are tough and they've changed, you know. And you know, like, doesn't mean that they're bad people or anything like that. They just weren't the right fit at this right time, you know. Maybe things will change for them, circumstances wise, financial financial situation might change, and they might come back later and you know reapply to come to the gym. And yeah, you know, I think one thing that I really really love about the um, NPE you know process when you when you teach us to. In, in the sales process, when we when we're selling to clients, you know, there's there's no there's no hidden secrets. You know, like when they first jump on the phone with us and they talk to us, we tell them like, this is what we're worth. You know, this is what it is between this price range. Is there something that you can afford? It fits in your budget. Yeah, cool. Come in and see us then. If not, then sorry. You know, like we don't we don't lie to people or you know, and try to trick people into joining us. So we we lay out all the cards there for them to make their own choices. So, yeah. Good. Which is really powerful. I mean, you've, you've implemented a new sales system since you, in, since you joined MPE. You obviously changed your, your model. You've changed your pricing and packaging. You've only got, you've capped it at 85 and, you know, you need less clients now to hit your financial targets. Um, and obviously, comparatively, you've got a lot less back-end administration and all that sort of stuff because you're dealing with less people as well. What has it been like when now that you've got really clear on who that ideal client is for you guys and who you want to serve, how has that changed or, or, or has it improved the culture within the facility and, and what it's like to experience in the cross, uh, sorry, CrossFit volume, um, volume fitness and, and what you deliver now? Yeah, it's a good question. So I asked my coaches, you know, because they, they do most of the coaching work. I'm, you know, um, in, in the office a lot these days. And I asked them, and I said to them, you know, like <clears throat> from their point of view, I said, how do, you, how do you find our group sessions now? How are, you, how are you finding the clients and stuff? They're like, well, they're like, as a coach, I haven't changed. Um, but the one thing that I do more of now is I just coach more, <laughs> you know? So because before they were like, okay, coaching, but then also delegating, but then also arranging the room for the class and stuff like that. So like, you know what? Now we have less clients in our faces in every class we just actually get to coach more, okay? That's one thing that, that's going to change. 
And then the other thing that's been a change too, you mentioned on the back end of administration side of things, a massive part of what we do here is um, client retention and really staying engaged with our clients. And, you know, amongst myself and the, the rest of the coaches here, we all have like a case load of clients that we do our, you know, one week um, check-ins with and four week assessments and some of that between programs. And we, we can get through that a lot easier with less clients now. You know? And then it really improves your, it improves your retention as well. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, even before we changed this model, we were always, you know, strict on the kind of client that we let join our gym, okay, because we want to make sure the environment is, is really good and the culture is really good. But since we have introduced this new model and, you know, we're just not signing up as many new clients because we don't need to, okay, but every single time someone does join, they're quality, <laughs> you know, and you're making sure you're 100% sure of that because, you know, <clears throat> A, they're making a really big commitment to join us. And, you know, through that community, you know that you have a committed client, a loyal client. And then, you know, they come into our, our, our community here and join everyone else. And, you know, everyone's just on the same page. You don't see new faces every single month and every single week. You know, it's just tight-knit bunch of people. So the amount of same group going in the morning, same group going in the afternoon, and it's really bonding well together. And, yeah, it's definitely made the community stronger. You know, sticking sticking together through the tough times and now at the back end of it, hopefully. So it's good. Oh, that is good. I mean, especially with that community and, and people building better relationships. And I guess from what you explained as well, not only are you able to give a better service and do more of those uh, follow-ups and check-ups and, and retention-based activities, but also because you're not having to just market like crazy right because you've got to get people in the door yeah. you are um, getting more people who fit the culture and make a longer term commitment because that's hugely time consuming isn't it when you get you get a bunch of new clients you might have done a specific marketing campaign you've got to go through and make sure you've you've consulted with them all but then you've got to do whatever onboarding it might have been and get them all figured out and then if they're sort of leaving four six eight weeks later it's just a complete waste of everyone's time isn't it and it's, it's exhausting yeah yeah, definitely, definitely. And, yeah, you know, having a smaller membership base allows you to narrow down a lot more who your ideal client is and who you want to serve. And, yeah, it's not, you know, I honestly don't find the, the marketing or sales process stressful, you know, because it isn't. It's more, it's more enjoyable now right. because you don't have to chase like a big number, you know, just try, trying to narrow it down to that specific client. And then, you know, when they do come in, like, like the lady who came in earlier today, it's a match made in heaven, you know? It's yeah. like, okay, well, this is what you need. We offer it. Let's, let's, let's make it work, you know? So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot more better when you can narrow it down and sort of know exactly who you want to serve. Thanks for listening to our interview with NPE Academy member Hassan Abdullah. At NPE, we know you want a fitness business that achieves your personal and professional goals. The problem is, business is hard. Nobody comes preloaded with all the tools, skills, and knowledge to figure these things out. And that's why most people don't start a business and why the majority of small businesses fail. At NPE, we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. Since 2006, MP has helped over 45,000 fitness professionals, studio and gym owners in 96 countries to grow their business, take home more money and live their dream lifestyle. We've been
recognised eight times on the Inc. 500, 5000 list of fastest growing companies. And we're a global team with our offices in Los Angeles, London and Sydney. When you're ready to learn more about how to take your business to the next level, you're invited to schedule a free Get Clarity Fitness business strategy session now at npefitness.com slash win. It's a private 60 minute call. We're gonna take you through a process to get clear on creating a strategic plan for taking your business to the next level with your individual questions answered all at no charge. And in the meantime, you can check out our free articles, business guides, and podcast at npfitness.com slash learn. Listen, don't continue grinding away losing money. Get the strategy and plan you need to win at mpefitness.com forward slash win. We look forward to meeting you and speaking with you soon. Well, I love what you said there and something, and I just jotted it down in my notes. You mentioned uh, you've got a it's the internal work a few minutes ago. You've got to work on yourself to overcome some of these challenges. What I've loved seeing your growth and development through the program, Hassan, is, you know, and for those who, who have you on the calls, you, you know, you'll, you'll say whatever it is, a challenge or whatever, and then you'll sit back and think about the answer. And, and what's really impressive is there's a lot of people that, and, and, and I, I've seen at times where you felt like you wanted to say, oh, but no, 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 because no, we have to do this and because of this and no, no, that won't work for me or no, because my business is different or because of whatever else. But what's impressive is you sit back and go, let me just think about that. And then, you know, on the next call or next time we catch up, you're like, okay, well, I had some questions about how this will work and that would work. What's that yeah. coaching? I mean, you're not new to coaching. You've had and worked with other coaches before. Um, What's enabled you to stay so open and especially when it comes to those pivots that we need to make in our business and reflecting on what you really want to do? Why has that been so different with the MPE experience rather than with some of the other coaches you've worked with? Um, firstly, like with previous coaching that I've had compared to MPE is the, the level of engagement with MPE is extremely high, you know, so you know, we have, we have weekly calls, you know, for me, it's every Wednesday, the calls go for two hours and it's a time where you just get to, you know, really just show up. Okay. Like that's the number one thing that you got to do is just show up to the calls. I always tell myself, I just never miss them. And then once you show up to the call and you just do the work on the call, you know, with the coaches and just, you know, really, you know, nut out what it is that you need to work on or what it is that you're struggling with and stuff. And then you just know that you have to come back to that call again next week, you know, and you have to make sure that you've, you've worked on it and done it. So the level of engagement and the accountability is extremely high, you know, and that's what I find um, really engaging, you know, because exactly like my clients here in the gym, you know, they want to be always constantly engaged and held accountable and stuff like that. Well, as a business owner, I want to as well. And, for me, I'm in this business on my own, so I'm a sole business owner, and it's you know pretty pretty common in the um, fitness business that there's a lot of partnerships as well. Like always, like someone's got a partner in the business with them, but then it's sort of a lot of people sometimes a lot of time they're alone. So I'm alone, you know. So if I don't have MPE to talk to about my problems, <laughs> you know, or issues I'm having, then who do I flesh it out with? You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just really, that, that's why I've found what's allowed me to pivot and grow is just yet yeah, to continually show up to the calls, 
be as open as possible with, you know, what I'm struggling with and what I need help with. And then just take the feedback on and just um, take action on it. You know what I mean? And like, I don't, yeah, like I don't, I don't really have to think twice, you know, with you guys. I think that like, it's yeah, I just, I just take the advice on board and I go and try it. And then, yeah, majority of the times I go and try it and uh, it works for me, you know? So that's, that's, I think that's the biggest thing. Just really be, just be open, you know, just be open be present, be honest, and just kind of take it on. That's like the biggest change for me. And there's always, at the end of every call or during the call, there's always like a, a, a takeaway, you know, maybe more than one takeaway from that session, which just allows you to grow like week on week and change things week on week. And it's not overwhelming either. It's just like step-by-step process too as well, which is, uh, which is good, you know. Other places are kind of just like, here's the work, a whole bunch of it, go and do it kind of thing. But right. this is just like a nice... Week by week, just keep changing things slowly, slowly, and yeah, it gets better every single week. Well, I love it, and you have been super committed to those calls. It's it's brilliant to have you there. And something that I really resonate with that you mentioned there, you try and be completely honest, and that that takes strength and courage because being vulnerable in front of others and around your peers um, is often really hard to do. And you know, on those mm-hmm. calls, having you know, I've obviously been part of them myself then it's amazing to see when one person does it, like you start by being vulnerable about something and then it just opens up and creates that space for everyone else to step into and and then they can know that it's a safe environment and, you know, they can really share all their challenges and concerns and sometimes fears and, you know, worries and stresses too because it's that sounding board. We, in term, I mean, there'll be a lot of people thinking to themselves, well, hang on, we've gone through this really stressful financial period with lockdowns and, and fear with, with our members and, and with the wider community. And, why, you know, and you're you know, paying for this coaching. Why didn't you just cut the coaching and save the money that you're making there? What would your yeah. answer be to that, Hassan? Man, like, um, yeah, that, that, that's a good question. Like, I joined NPE probably, what, like maybe a month before COVID. It was pretty I think it was February you jumped on board and then it yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. A month, yeah, yeah, about, yeah. about two months before and then, yeah, we had the event in Sydney and yep. everything was going good. I was doing, I was building all the, the blocks slowly and stuff, you know, again, going for the getting race ready. I was on the back end of getting race ready and then we had the Sydney event and then the lockdown hit. And yeah, like, like you're saying, it probably would have been uh, something easy to be like, well, you know, yeah, let's save myself some money and, you know, put it on hold. But to be honest, it's, it's what I needed more than anything at that time, (laughs) you know, like to sit there and just have, you know, the coaches to talk to and the rest of the other gym owners around me who were struggling as well. It was that, that was like what kept me alive pretty much, (laughs) you know, like, I think that saving that money on business coaching probably would have just ended pretty miserably for my for my business and you know uh, a lot of the pivoting decisions and choices that we made there because I spoke about being lonely in the business. Well, during COVID, I was even more lonely because we didn't have the the the, the, the gym either to come to. You know, right. <laughs> like talk to your clients and stuff like that as well. And, yeah, some some of the advice that was that was given to us during COVID just yeah was was amazing, you know, like from, from you know how 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 to 
how to stay alive, you know, how to negotiate things, you know, with landlords and how to still hold the value for our clients and how to pivot to virtual and, you know, because it was, it was totally new, you know, like no one knew what to do during that time, you know, so then to have that professional guidance and professional advice was exactly what we needed. So yeah, it, it was the last thing on my mind to, to cut it then, you know, and, um, it's definitely worth the investment. I remember having the conversation with you about that as well <laughs> early on in February and stuff like that. And you said, look, you know, we can have a conversation down the track and you can let me know whether it was worth it or not. Well, mate, it's definitely been worth it, that's for sure. <laughs> well, good on you. And, you know, you, you only get out of it what you put in and you've been awesome as part of our community as well. What would your advice be for others, Hassan? It's a, it's, it is a really challenging new world that we're living in and people yeah. are, are really struggling with, you know, maybe their model, maybe their pricing and packaging, maybe the systems that they either do or don't have. And they're looking for ways of being able to help more people and, and do it in a, a way that aligns to their values more, just like you described earlier. What would your mm -hmm. advice be for them if they're looking for support and, and wanting and needing help? Yeah, well, for themselves personally, you know, they've got to, they've got to do what you really believe is, is right, you know, in the fitness industry, the right thing for your clients, the thing that you're passionate about as well, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're no longer passionate about, you know, large group fitness or a certain style of training or a certain demographic that you're marketing towards or clients that you're marketing towards, well then stop doing it, you know, because you're not going to get anywhere unless you believe in it yourself. Because if you don't believe that this style of training or this type of group or this demographic is the right ones that you're passionate about serving, well then you're doing it, you're doing it wrong and you're not going to be able to, to get the maximum result out of that. That's firstly. And then secondly, if you do have this type of business model that you think might be good and, uh, you know, type of clients that you want to serve and, you know, type of systems that you want to run, but you're not sure how to do it, then seek the help out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Seek the help out because... I guess once you get clear on what you want and then you also have this professional guidance and help, you know, from, from business coaches, you know, helping you every step of the way, then it's very hard to get it wrong then. You know, it's very hard to get it wrong then when you when you get given the systems to put into place and, and you're the passionate person, you know, running those systems and stuff. And just, yeah, it takes a lot of... Um, takes a lot of the heavy lifting away, you know, and all the, all the guesswork away and uh, really helps you, you know, focus on the things that, that are important, you know. And, um, yeah, just really fill those, fill those holes that you're not good at, you know, the things that you really struggle with in your business that you don't know what to do with properly. Well, then go and get help with it. Even if you got to spend your money and invest on it, it's got to come back, you know what I mean? It's got to come back. So just do it and don't be afraid. Yeah, great advice there and you know i appreciate you sharing that obviously you've come through this challenging period you've got yourself primed for not only a good 2021 but even right through the end of 2020 even where a lot of other businesses are well they've either closed or they're really struggling um, you've been able mm -hmm. to get a lot of those systems in place which is absolutely awesome i can't wait to see what what else you're going to achieve over that period and there'll be a lot of people saying Oh, well, that's okay for him. 
because it's whatever. It's easier. He's in a better location. He doesn't have any, you know, as many time requirements as, as I do. But all of that is what we call head trash, right? You've got all those things. You've got a, a relatively young child at home um, yeah. and a you know, young family that you're supporting as well. And, and you've had to make some big changes to the way you're doing things and, and really go through some of those hard yards, as you mentioned, to change your model and, and have courage and you know, practice faith so that you can get to where you want to go. And, and that's um, super impressive and super inspirational for others. And I know there'll be people listening to think this, listening to this thing, and oh, well, yeah, if he was able to do it, because it's maybe been itching away at them, because we all fall into it, don't we? We fall into yeah. the patterns and habits. And when you realise when you've got an opportunity to sit back like COVID, that your business has turned to this thing that you're not even in love with anymore and you don't actually even want to be doing it. So, But so many don't make that change, do they? They won't actually be brave and and either seek out and get the help to do it or, or at least know what to do and, and take that first step, which is which is awesome. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with those that are listening to the call today, Hassan? Any little finishing quotes or gems of wisdom or nuggets of gold from your experiences in life and business? Yeah, man. So I guess some very old cliche kind of quotes, you know, like if it, if it doesn't challenge you, then it's not going to change you, <laughs> you know? So it's as simple as that, you know, like there's no, there's no easy road, you know, like there's no, there's no such thing as a, as an easy road. There's no such thing as a, you know, miracle formula or anything like that. You know, um, it's, it's all, it's all hard work. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to do the work you know, you gotta be willing to face the challenges and, and make the changes. You know, it's as, it's as simple as that. And yeah, like you just gotta ask yourself, you know, how, how badly do I want it? You know, how much do I actually want to succeed? You know, and if you, if you want it bad enough, then you won't, you won't just sit around. You stand up, you talk up, you put your hand up, you, you'll ask for help, you'll go out there and, you know, um, and, and make the changes, you know. And um, in terms of NPE, like, yeah, I stepped into an amazing community, you know. I was, I was referred some from, uh, from friends of mine as well, you know. And um, yeah, it obviously helps to to hear it from my friends who say, you know, it's one of the best business coaching they've had before, and it's an amazing community to be a part of. So that that obviously does help. So if I can, you know, help other people as well, give them my word and say that you know what, like it is a really good community. Um, all the business coaches are extremely helpful. Um, yeah, you really do take out your time and, and put in the effort and go the extra mile for us all, which is a, uh, which we're all extremely grateful for. And yeah, the, the MPE community is full of uh, a bunch of amazing humans, you know, all around the world, pretty much, you know, uh, business coaches all in the same, same boat as each other. You know, like I've met so many business owners who have such a similar model to mine, such similar ideal clients, anything like that is to be able to, bounce feedback off them, you know, every single week has been it's invaluable. You know, so yeah, really good. Thank you. Well, thank you and really appreciate your time today, Hassan. I know you're extremely busy and you've got lots going on and, you know, what you've just shared there over the next, you know, over the last sort of 30, 35 minutes has been priceless and I'm sure people will be going back over this and listening to it again. 
thank you for being such an amazing part of our community. We absolutely love it. Yeah. We can't wait to be able to do our live events again, hopefully soon, because yeah. that's when we'll all get to catch up. But this is, you know, as good as it gets from a, a second place of that. But thanks thanks for your time, Asan. Thanks for being so committed to doing the work that you, that you needed to do. And, and thank you for the entire St George community, because you really are making a massive impact on people's lives and helping them to be the best versions of themselves. Awesome. No, thank you, Rick. I appreciate it, mate. Thank you. All right. Good on you. We'll speak to you very soon. Thanks, mate. All right, Rick. So fantastic interview with Hassan. Uh, you know, as I talked about before the interview, he's a fun guy to work with. Uh, you can hear that in his voice. He just takes the ball, runs with it, spikes it, and says, what's next? Let's go. Uh, and, uh, you know, as a, as a coach, he's, he's one of those guys that's fun to coach. Um, and one of the thing I, things I really appreciate that he talked about in this interview is that uh, this stuff is hard. It's scary, uh, but he brings the right mindset to it. And uh, as he says, if it doesn't challenge you, then it's not going to change you. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a big one, isn't it? That fear of, of making mistakes, fear of failure or fear of change can hold some people in a really limiting belief in terms of their mindset and their business gets stuck. Whereas Hassan, we've challenged them at different times. I know you have, I have uh, to really, to make the differences and make those changes in his business. And, and it's been hard and it's been scary, but you know what? He's stepped into that out of comfort zone and, and really lent into it and not been afraid to make those hard decisions and letting go some of those those older beliefs that really were holding him back and you can hear the passion in his voice now got his young family and recognizing now that there's so much more to what he wants to achieve rather than just dollars and cents it's creating that legacy and and really making that impact on the health and wellness of, of the community that he wants to serve and you know to see how happy he is i mean we love it he's such a straight shooter isn't he you know he doesn't uh mince words he he, he tells you how it is uh right or wrong uh, but he he just takes action doesn't he he just doesn't let the fear stop him just charges forward he does he's seeing the results right he's got uh growth and revenue month over month growth and profitability he's having best months ever his community is getting more fun he's seeing all those efforts snowball and you know every week it's improving now uh, even the last week since you you completed the interview as, as i'm in updated multi-metric calls and that kind of stuff with him so you know want to encourage everybody as we say, NP success principle number two is have courage, practice faith. Yes, changing your business is scary. Yes, leaving, in Hassan's case, the CrossFit you know ecosystem is scary. Like, can I still get clients? Are still people going to want to come to me? You know, I'm changing my identity. Is this going to work? Oh, we get it. Uh, but, you know, as many people are seeing, and we're, we're seeing this across the world, uh, this is a time to position yourself in a new category, attract better quality customers, raise your rates, uh, really, you know, monetize the value you have as an exceptional coach. And you can do that when you start to have, you know, a new sign on the front door and you're not lumped in a bucket of businesses charging hundred bucks a month. Right. So, um, it is the, the time to do that. And again, you, you got to attack your fears to grow. Uh, and we want to encourage you to, to have courage, practice faith. One of the things that Hassan mentioned in the interview as well, Sean, and you know, you, you make a great point there. We've, we've got to attack those fears. It's so much easier to do that when you're in a supportive environment where, you know, I don't want to use a CrossFit analogy or, or cliche here, but people really do leave their egos at the door. 
you know, and there's no one who thinks they're better than anyone else in, in our community. They're all there to challenge and support each other and keep each other accountable to getting results. I always love Hassan, right? Because he he's so supportive of what everyone else is doing and what they've achieved, but he takes it on board as well. It's it's really powerful to have someone with such a an open mindset. And yes, he will look at it and think about whether it really can apply it. And he's challenged back at times as well because he hasn't maybe thought that it was uh, exactly the direction. But once he once he understands that the the reasoning behind it and he gets the all of the reasons it's just amazing to see what someone like him can achieve and i can tell you you want to watch your space folks because this is just a stepping stone for son he's just going to go to bigger and better things in no time at all it is and if you get to uh you know end up joining one of our programs and get to meet Hassan, you'll likely see him on our calls. He, you know, we, we get on these kind of long calls each week and we're doing a bunch of stuff and he, he sets up all his meals. He's just like pounding calories the whole time. <laughs> Part of the discussion every week is what has Hassan brought for a meal or two meals uh, during our call uh, today. So uh, you'll, you'll have some fun. We tease him about every week. So uh, look, hopefully you're inspired by the interview to continue to grow your business, get a plan in place, take the next level with your CrossFit or another business model. Uh, when you're ready to learn more, you're invited to schedule a free Get Clarity Fitness Business Strategy Session now at npefitness.com slash win. Thanks as always for listening to the MP Secrets to Their Success podcast. Where we believe business education is the key to your continued success in the fitness industry. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll speak to you again real soon. Take care, folks.